Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Appreciate you all coming back and joining me for another episode. And before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to ask you for a little bit of help before before we get into everything else today. Uh, It's that time of year again. It is time for the Plutus Awards nominations. And last year, you all came through huge for Popcorn Finance, and you helped the show not only be nominated for Best New Personal Finance Podcast, but win. And I really appreciate the help and the support, uh, because definitely it wouldn't have been possible without all of you coming through and really showing your support for the show. And so this year, I'm going out for two awards. Not trying to be greedy, but <laughs> there's, there's two awards that I, I want to go out for and help Popcorn Finance get nominated for. And that is Best Series, and that's specifically for the Tiny Living Series. You all know I love tiny homes. Uh, the Tiny Living Series that I did earlier this year. And the big one, Podcast of the Year. And so uh, the way that you can help Popcorn Finance be nominated is by going to popcornfinance.com slash Plutus. That's spelled P-L-U-T-U-S. And I'll put that at the, the top of the show notes. So you can just click that and it'll take you right over. And if you have 30 seconds, all you have to do is click that link. And then when you go to the forum, just put your name and your email address and then scroll to the bottom and hit submit. And that's it. I have everything else automatically filled in for you. So if if you are enjoying the show and you feel like, you know, support me and give me a little bit of help, which I would greatly appreciate, just go to popcornfinance.com slash Plutus or click that link in the show notes. And that's it. I'm not going to say anything else about that for right now. Let's hop into today's episode. Uh, Today, I'm joined by Aja McClanahan. And this is another one of those interviews that I recorded while at FinCon in Orlando, Florida. And I had a great time speaking with Aja about how she moved to the hood in order to help her and her husband pay off over $120,000 worth of debt. And, you know, I'm not going to say anything else. I won't won't spoil it. It's a fun interview. Let's just pop into my conversation with Aja live from the FinCon floor. I think we were just sitting at a a random table somewhere. But So you hear some people in the background, but I think it's still a good interview. So let's pop into that. Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited. No, I'm excited to have you. It's really cool. I, I, I followed you on Instagram. I've been, I've been seeing what you're doing, and I've heard your story shared on other shows before. So I thought you'd be a good fit for uh, for the podcast here because I think it's a great story. And Thank you. The story of you know really being dedicated, of sacrifice, and doing something that other people I think just refuse to do because they want to be comfortable. They want to do what everyone else is doing. Well, we almost refuse to do it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, why, why don't you just start by telling us? So, what is this 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 thing that people think is crazy, but you did for so, your family? Um, my family's claim to fame is that we moved to the hood to get out of debt. And basically what happened was that my husband and my, my husband and I had um, a bunch of like student loan debt, car notes, credit card debt, and we began to be really serious about paying it off. And so we started making payments. And then during our you know journey to debt freedom, we had an offer to you know, take up residence in a home of a relative in the city. And they didn't want it um, because they had a house. They lived in the suburbs and they're like, hey, you know, we're going to sell this thing. But, you know, do you want it? But it's in the inner city on the south side of Chicago. So mm-hmm. when you see all the news, the bad things happening in Chicago, that's very, you know, pretty much my stomping grounds. That's where we live. So it's in the heart. It's like ground zero of where a lot of the violence and crime has happened, though it's been steadily improving. It's much better since we've been there for the last eight or so years. But our friends and family thought that we were crazy because at first, well, yeah, at first we said no. The relative asked, we're like, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> we're not going to move into the hood. Like we had all, we had come from the suburbs. We lived in the suburbs while we were married. 
And so we first said no, but then my husband, a couple of weeks later after the question, after the proposition, he was like, didn't we say we one day wanted a house with no mortgage? And don't we want to get debt free? Like if we had no rent, think about how much progress we can make on our debt. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear you. Blah, 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 blah. blah. But the more I thought, I couldn't, after that, I couldn't get the thought out of my mind. The more I thought about it, it just made so much sense. And I, I would say that's probably one of the best decisions that we ever made in our marriage because we did end up paying off all the debt. Um, I got to stay home and work from home, homeschool my kids. They have careers in acting and entertainment. We get to travel as a family. So it's really like laid a foundation that if we had lived in the suburbs and used up most of our disposable income for like a large house note or something, then none of that would be would have been possible for us. So I often say, and plus I love the neighborhood. Like I just bought another house there. And yeah, I think we've put down roots. We're plugged in. We love like volunteering, being advocates. It's been a really good experience for us. So mm. whew, that's what I did <laughs> in a nutshell. No, that's amazing. That's it, what we did. And you know, I think a lot of times when people make a change like that, it's because yeah. something's going on. Something pushes you to go we that desperate. route. desperate. Right? And so, you know, I don't know if you, I don't think you mentioned it. How much debt did you have? We had over $120,000 worth of debt. Wow. What, what was that made up of? Student loans. Uh, we had a couple of card notes. I had some credit card debt because I'm like, I'm going to start a business and put it all in credit cards. And mm. then just like miscellaneous, you know, small like gym bills and stuff when they used to charge you a lot to go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. And, you know, it, it didn't, we didn't pay it off overnight, but being someplace with no rent, no mortgage, you can imagine, like that just gave us so much ammunition to like really accelerate our debt repayment. It's kind of amazing how much of your money is tied up in just living and just all the expenses that go with just being alive and having a roof over your head. Yeah. And if you can do anything to reduce any of those those costs, it, it, it drastically increases with the money you have to take on other stuff, like getting rid of debt or whether it's saving. Saving, yeah. So for you, what, what was the next step for you then after you've so you've moved out. You moved out to this area that you didn't really initially want to move out to. You were able to pay off one hundred twenty thousand dollars worth of debt. So after you've done that, what, what was your next move? What was the next thing on your list to tackle? You know, I was actually kind of clue. I don't know why I was a little clueless. Like I knew that I should do my six month emergency fund, but I didn't really think so much about going back and backtracking to catch up on our retirement. So we probably had a couple of years where we just had tons of money and we were like traveling and vacationing <laughs> and, and and spending you know quite a bit of money on travel and stuff but now I'm a little bit wiser and we use points and um, and now we're like being really aggressive with um, going back and replenishing like our retirement savings you know we have the you know the the bigger emergency fund now we're doing the retirement savings and now we're also trying we're investing in real estate so just getting cash available having cash available for that because you know cash is king in real estate so those are kind of like the next things that we're trying to do I think we're in the segment or the part of our journey where the goal is to build wealth mm, okay I love that and you know I really like that you that you're, you're honest and you said you know after you finish you reach that one goal you're kind of like, well, I want to, I want to enjoy life now, you know. Oh, we splurge because I didn't have a super good sense of like what was next. It was like, and also like we were so frugal at some time. At some times, you know, like for example, when we moved in the inner city, a couple of years, few years after we had moved in, someone vandalized our AC. It was during that really hot summer for the whole country. It was like a heat wave, like 2012 or something like mm. that. And we were like, do we? 
you know, get the AC fixed or do we pay off debt? Because the AC was going to be like $3,000 or something like that. And we're like, do we pay off debt? And my husband's a mailman. He works outside all Mm. day. And he is such, he's an avid air conditioner (laughs) fan. Like, he'll call me like, hey, is the AC on, like, on his way home from work? Like, he's so into that. And he, my baby, he was like, you know what? Let's just put the pedals in the metal. And we got a little window unit in our room Mm. at night. Kids piled up in the same room, and we just went forward paying on our on our debt. So I can't remember why I started this story, but mm-hmm. the point is we were so, like, doing things, like, so frugal. We had a moratorium on paper towels, like, no more paper mm-hmm. towels. <laughs> why were we getting out of debt? And I think there is a such thing as frugal fatigue. Yeah. So when we paid it off, I'm telling you, within two weeks, we were in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a client trip. A, a client had totally covered the trip, but I was already in celebration mode. When yeah. I got there, I was like, I've been to Vegas. I've never been in a shop. Now I'm shopping. I'm going shopping. <laughs> and so, yeah, like that frugal fatigue had probably overtaken over me for like a year or two. <laughs> so we were doing some nice things, but now we're kind of like back on track, still doing nice things, but in moderation and, you know, hoping to build wealth. I think that's great. And that's real. I, when, when you deprive yourself for so long, yeah. you just, it, it's just going to hit you. It's like Every, binging after a diet. Yeah. <laughs> That's except, what we did. <laughs> I've done that so many times. You know how many times I've lost weight and then just gained it right back months later. So yeah. it's, it's just, it's natural. But, yeah. but I think it's real. People can expect that if you're in a position where you're trying to pay off debt or you're, you're, you have some goals that you're kind of sacrificing for, it's natural to feel like you, you want to enjoy some stuff for a while. So I think, I think it's, it's great to, you know, say, Hey, you can enjoy yourself for a little while. There's nothing wrong with that at yeah, all. We're taking some time to enjoy yourself. And then also have another goal in mind, have something else you're trying to strive towards. So that way it kind of helps you kind of snap back in. It doesn't let you just go off forever indefinitely. So you guys had a goal after that. So it's like you let yourself enjoy yourself and then you had a goal to kind of get your retirement back to where you were or where you would have been if, you know, you hadn't taken so much time off to take care of debt. So, no, I appreciate that. I I love that story (laughs) because I think it's real. I think a lot of people will will face the same thing because so many people, I mean, I had debt. So many other people have debt. And that's that's a real story in a real situation people can, can use as an example so absolutely i really appreciate that I appreciate you sharing being open and and coming here and talking with everyone so before we go you know where can people find out more about your story what you're doing your new real estate empire you're building you know <laughs> oh what, what's the best place to, to reach out to you you know just you can head to my website principlesofincrease.com and you'll find all my social handles and all that fun stuff there so you can follow me on instagram or facebook or anything like that you can find me straight from my website okay Perfect. And I'll put that, I'll put that in the show notes so everyone can, uh, can easily good. get over to you. So thank you. Aja McClanahan. I, I, was, we, I was practicing that before the show just to make sure I wasn't going to butcher your name because I want to want to respect it. So Thanks for having me, Chris. This was fun. Oh, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Appreciate you taking some time out of your, uh, your time here at the conference. Thank you. Thanks again to Aja for joining me and taking some time out of her day. We were all running around at uh, FinCon last year, so I appreciate her sitting aside and missing out on a couple of things to, to record with me. But before I get out of here, I want to say a big thank you to Leslie and her husband, James, for stopping me when I was down in San Diego earlier this year for the Playing With Fire documentary premiere. It was a great film that they put together, and I was just walking around. I didn't really know too many people there, and Leslie just popped over and said hi and stopped me and said she was listening to the show so I really appreciate her doing that and it was great getting to hang out with her and her husband James and talk and get to know them a little bit better so thank you so much really appreciate you being so kind and hanging out with me while I was there 
And yeah, if any of you ever see me, which it's always a huge shock to me or whatever, meet someone in person who's listening to the show. But if you ever see me, please just stop me and say hi. It'd be great to, to talk with any of you and get a chance to to know some of the people who are listening to the show. So that's it. That's all I want to say. Just big thanks to Leslie and James. It was great meeting them. For me, that is it. I appreciate you all joining me here for another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.